When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. SEC Insider hit this morning with our friend Tom Luganville is brought to you by your next Ram truck, Jeep Wrangler, Jeep Grand Cherokee at Mack Hike in Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. And also brought to you by the Premium Cigars at Havana Smoke Shop, I 55 North in Jackson, and then across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir. And you can go Liga Pravada. Rocky Patel, Fuentes, Olivas. Let's see, I was in there Saturday, I think. And I picked up some Liga Provadas, but uh, there was something else I was talking to. Oh, well, they've got Zeno Davidoff, which is obviously an amazing line, too. Um, Monte Cristos, you name it. They've got a wonderful selection of premium cigars at Havana Smoke Shop. Tom Luganville joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Wow, it's been a while, Tom Luganville. How are you? I'm good. Has anything happened since we talked last? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what's happened is SEC football scheduling. You know, this, <laughs> I know NIL is a big topic, and it will continue to be, but that I'm fascinated with scheduling. I know you are because you call games every weekend. I'm ready for them to mix it up. I'm tired of the East and the West. I don't even feel like the East is part of the West or vice versa especially since we're over here in the heart of the West. And, you know, when we're two and a half hours away or less from Bama, MSU, Ole Miss, and LSU, but uh, with Texas and Oklahoma joining the party, which I'm excited about too, it, it you know, I think they're going to go with four divisions or four pods, and uh, you'll have three permanent, and then you'll rotate through six. And I think it's going to be more exciting and more fun for the players, for broadcasters, and for the for the coaches and everybody else. Luganville. I'll tell you, Bo, I think whatever they come up with, the solution has to be grounded in the fact that we've got to make sure 
singularity with the matchup. So, for example, we can't have Georgia and Alabama playing each other one time in the regular season every 20 years. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's the goal is how do we create more regularity in not only in your home stadium, but on the road. So you're, you're treating fan bases to, to, to more uh, opportunities to see everybody in, whether it's an every other year and every three years and every four years, whatever it is, whatever that rotation that gets us more regularity of the matchups that everybody wants to see, that's what they'll end up settling upon. Now, I'm not convinced that they'll they'll go the the pod route or the divisions route. I think it's going to be interesting to see really what they settle on more in relationship to having an eight game conference schedule versus a nine game. I'd love to see a nine game. The one thing that is the downside to that are the impact of lower division football programs or that game would now be eliminated, right? A game that a program uh, relies upon to help fund their athletic department for an entire calendar year, we'd be removing that. Now, if you're an SEC period and you just care about the SEC, you don't care about any of that. But from an overall college football perspective, um, you know, losing one of those games is something that uh, would be hard on those programs. And then I think at the end of the day, what SEC coaches are going to want to do is they're going to want to be able to have that scrimmage contest in the latter third of the season to give their football team a little bit of a rest, a little bit of a break, which for me would be fantastic because I would love to have more in-conference matchups in the first three weeks of the season. Amen. Now, not having to wait to week four or week five yes. to get the big matchup. You might get it in week two, Yes, and and it's a big, big deal. So those things are exciting as, as part of these discussions going forward. Well, and your company is about to add a game because Disney slash ESPN ABC is going to grab the right. 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern, Eastern for you, but that's a big deal. Uh, to add a game, Dude. and then they are also going to have double headers, which is going to be another game um, at, I think, three weekends out of the year. Uh, they're going to expand that, and then the SEC mm-hmm. championship game will flip from uh, CBS to ABC. So, to me, for Disney, ESPN, SEC Network, all that ABC I think that's super exciting, too, because that adds to y'all's inventory, Luke's. Oh, there's no question. Um, you know, from – and not just, obviously, from a 7.30 Eastern primetime slot, which is generally a, a, an SEC game, but as you mentioned, to get that 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central matchup, and then the opportunity to have potential double headers. Um, putting all of those things on an ABC ESPN platform is huge. I mean, just from my perspective, if, if, if I look forward and, and let's just assume that I'm on the, the same crew I was on a year ago, well, 12 of our 14 weeks, we were ABC 330. Well, that is now likely going to be uh, an SEC game 
or part of a double header package every single week, which would put my crew in a position uh, to get a, a, an extensive SEC slate of games, which would be a lot of fun. Hey, and with the better scheduling, it's better for talent and broadcasting. So I'm, I can't sure. wait. Uh, you know, as we add more games, and and you're right, going from eight to nine is difficult. Although I think we're going to have to retrain our brains a little bit to go with more of an NFL mentality uh, several years from now, Tom. We have since 1998 the BCS and then the college football playoff as of whenever that was 2014 or whatever. Uh, since that time, we all think you got to go 12 and 0, 11 and one. I don't think that's how it's going to look year several years from now, coming out of the SEC and even some of the other conferences. I think eleven and one and ten and two will be the new twelve and zero, and I think ten and two will firmly get you in a lot of times because of the added yeah. game and strength of schedule. Tom, your thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I would totally agree with that. Um, what's going to be interesting, too, is to see if, if the discussion of going with no divisions at all and taking a look at what the Pac-12 is doing with the highest win percentage and what that could mean um, in, in, in relationship to how each and every week would be approached. If we're going to just sit here and say, okay, here it is, you got – We've got nine regular season games. We're going to have three regulars. The rest are on a rotation basis, but divisions don't matter. That could be really interesting because now you're paying a really close attention to every single week's outcome, regardless of where the team is. Yes. And, um, you know, I don't know if that's being seriously considered. I find it to be intriguing. Um, you know, for example, I referenced the Pac-12. You know, each of the last two years, they had two teams playing in the in their championship game that didn't have the highest winning percentage. And so, you know, for, for, from that perspective, I think they're making a really, really smart move. I'm curious to know if that's something that will be discussed as it relates to the Southeastern Conference. Well, I think it will, and I think that we'll have, uh, we'll have Bama and LSU in the SEC championship game. We'll have Florida and Georgia, and it's okay. I think it's wonderful. Uh, yeah. We're not used to yeah. that since 1992, but we we can have, you know, A&M and Bama in the SEC championship game, Florida, Georgia, that type stuff. And, sure. and you'll still have the Florida LSU at times or Bama, Georgia or whatever, but I like either no divisions like you're talking about or four pods slash divisions, but whoever the two best teams are playing Atlanta on ABC, I'm all about that. Right. Yeah, no, I, I am too. And, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see if you go the pod route, all right, you go the four division route, how does that realign teams? Because it's going to be hard with Texas and Oklahoma to create equitable pods, right? I mean, it's, you're, you're going to look at that and you're going to say, okay, well, who do we put with who? And do, does an East or West team matter now if we just divide it all up and figure out how we create as much parity per pod. I think that would be really, really challenging because what you, what you look at on the surface is where Oklahoma is right now as a program versus where Texas is right now as a program, or where could they be in five years? And, and how could that 
impact balance. Because to me, I mean, let's call it what it is. Um, you know, it looked like when, when Texas to A&M came into this conference, um, I think a lot of people felt like from 2012 to now, 10 years, that A&M would have won the West at least once, and, and they never could. Right. They never have. So, you know, how did that impact where you put teams going forward when you make assumptions on what you think a program is going to be within the conference? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Let's switch gears and talk Lane Kiffin and Steve Sarkeesian. So, both, as you know, were fortunate to come out of the Pete Carroll southern cow deal they've had their ups and downs it man lane kiffin's on a roll it looks like he's grown up he's figured it out he's he's really doing a a a super job at Ole miss it looks to me like he's going to be the better head coach out of the two and i know it's early for sark but sark's numbers at washington were okay at southern cal were okay and i know there were some other underlying issues and i'm not going to do a deep dive there so sark is in year two and, and Texas is a, a big-time recruiter and has everything they need, but they also have to they have to get that toughness component going before they go into the SEC because of the physicality index and compounding that over what is eight but eventually nine games, as you and I are discussing. So, having said all that, Bama has been known to hurt your feelings in week one or week two, and you can never recover when they play a big non-conference game. Sark pulls Alabama in week two. I just, I don't like this because if you get beat 38 to 10, 38 to 13, whatever it is, Tom. But I mean, if it's, if it's over and they're just playing through the motions in the third and fourth quarter, man, you have to ask yourself the question in year two, can because a lot of times people allow Bama to beat them two or three times, Tom. Your thoughts? Well, there's no question. And I think with this Texas program, you've obviously got a very, very fragile psyche. They haven't handled winning well, and they haven't handled losing well. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not a mentally tough football team, in my opinion. I don't even know if they're an overly physically tough football team. I had them twice uh, last year, and uh, I just so happened to see them in two games where they played well and they won both games. But if we're just going to compare talent, um, that game could get real ugly real fast because Texas is nowhere near 
where Alabama is talent-wise. In fact, it's not even close right now. Um, and how how would Texas and their kids respond? I mean, keep in mind this is this is a team that lost to Kansas at home last year. Mm. All right, and they had they could not handle the scrutiny, which you're going to get a lot of that. Whether you're successful or you're losing, you're going to get a lot of scrutiny from the Texas fan base, the power brokers. You know that that you know when we, when we talk about comparing Sark and Lane as coaches, Sark has far more challenges institutionally than Lane does. I mean, you've got so many right. hands in the cookie jar at, in Austin that are very, very toxic, and you're battling a whole nother element there that can impede your ability to develop the program. So it's not just X's and O's in recruiting. It's all of the other junk that you got to deal with if, if you're Steve Sarkeesian. And listen, it's, it's gobbled up and spit out just about everybody, including Mac Brown, towards the end. And now what we're looking at with Texas, Bo, is we're looking at a program that is essentially putting all its eggs in Quinn Ewer's basket. And he hasn't taken a single snap. They are a below-average team in the offensive line. Mm. They've got a couple of skill guys. They've got a difference maker at running back. I don't think they have really any difference makers whatsoever on the defensive side at all three levels, at least not yet. And what if all of a sudden all the hype and all the expectation around Quinn Ewers, what if it's not real? Mm. Then what happens? So there, are, there is a tremendous amount of pressure and expectation. And by them tanking at the end or the middle part and the latter part of the season last year, it's just made it's made matters worse. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, for our listeners, that is uh, week two, Alabama at Texas. And that thing could be like 45-17, 45-10. And if it is, you have to ask the question. And, and that's what Tom's talking about. Can Sark and that staff get those guys back rolling to win a bunch of games after that? And we'll see if Arch Manning is or isn't committed to Texas at that time. Uh, we've talked about it, you know, because Tom heads up recruiting for ESPN. And, you know, once they go, I think they're going to stay. That's just the way the Manning op, uh, family operates. So whatever that, it could be like August 10th. Uh, once they commit, and if it is Texas, that's great. But, you know, if they get beat by five touchdowns by Bama and then they lose another five games after that, I just wonder, you know, how, what the uh, what the thinking is there. But, all right, so here's the deal with Texas and Oklahoma for me, Tom. You mentioned the word scrutiny, and I like it. Um, Tom Luganville on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, I, I think, tech, and I know they haven't, Texas hasn't been winning like they – they want to win. But 
I think Texas and Oklahoma have been living the dream. I don't even think they know scrutiny until they join this league. One, because the Big 12 just – and I know you've called a ton of Big 12 games, and there are some big games in that sure. league, but it is nothing like Not this league. And when you start losing three or four games in a row in this league and you're getting beat up physically, which you don't take the physical beating in the Big 12 – because of so many of those teams recruit outside of the top 40. And the overwhelming majority of our teams, as you know, Lugs, recruit in the top 25. I just think they've got to yep. find a way to sharpen the sword because I've always said this. Mississippi State and Ole Miss aren't going to win 9, 10, 11 games a year, but it's two of the toughest damn programs in the country because they go through the gauntlet every single year, and Oklahoma and Texas have no idea what they're getting into, Tom. The only way that those teams, those teams are able to thrive and to climb and to be in the hunt is if they somehow, some way, can beat Texas A&M, LSU, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Auburn, Mississippi State, even Ole Miss. They got to beat all of those teams on offensive and defensive linemen. Mm. And the problem with, with, with saying that is they're likely going to have to go into those teams' backyards to do it. Oklahoma can't do it in their own state. Texas could maybe do it with a handful of guys, but that means they got to beat A&M first, and then they're going to have to beat LSU that, that borders the state. That, that's the, that is where people have underestimated and undervalued why Clemson rose so quickly. Look at, the, look at the players up front in the defensive line that Clemson has signed and produced with that everybody else in the SEC wanted badly, whether it's a Brian Brissett, whether it's a Miles Murphy, whether it was a Christian Wilkins, um, whether it's a uh, – I mean, the list could go on and on. Those were all guys that Alabama offered, Ohio State offered, Georgia offered, and Clemson got them. So – and Brent Venables knows all too well that in order to compete in the SEC, because essentially Clemson was an SEC team in the ACC, they're going to have to beat their competitors for those types of guys. Like they're going to have to go out and beat an A&M or an LSU and an Alabama on a Miles Garrett or two every class or every other class steals three guys. That's going to be a lot harder than people think it is. Because the reality is, in the SEC, Oklahoma is becoming an outpost. Look at their proximity. How are they any different than Missouri as it relates to the rest of the SEC when you talk about the, the, where they're casting their line in recruiting? Oh, I think and they're an 8-4 program, Tom. I, 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 they can't even wrap their brain around it, and I don't blame them because for fans it's hard, and they've won for 50 straight years. Yeah and won a lot under Stoops and Lincoln. In fact, they're going to go probably the wrong way under Benables either way, but it's bad timing coming into the SEC. They're going to be more, and this is hard for us to really fathom, they are going to be more of a 7-5, and 8-4 and four program in the Southeastern Conference because they are going to play 4-6. to Now, let me bump that. 5-6 to six more physical games per year than they ever did Correct. during the entire history of their program, Tom Luganville. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, outside of 
the old, you know, 1970s, early to mid-80s, wishbone-style physical teams that they've had, there is no question in my mind that uh, what you're saying there is 100% correct, and I think it's correct with Texas, too, because here's the problem that Texas has to overcome. Texas already has a bad reputation of being a team that is not only not physical, but they're not mentally tough. Right. Well, if that's your reputation coming into the league, you better buckle your chin strap. <laughs> but you're going to be looking out of an ear hole if that doesn't change in a hurry. Yeah, be- <laughs> because those years where you grab the rotation of a Bama and a Georgia and a Florida and an A&M mixed in with some of the mid-tier teams that are tough as hell, like State Ole Miss, maybe a South Carolina. You just, they've never run that gauntlet. And, man, when you wake up on week five of that and you're mixing in elite recruiters with recruiters between 20 and 26 who can still get your ass, it's a whole different ballgame than than getting on a plane and going and playing Texas Tech. It just is the bottom line. Look, look at it from look at it from this perspective. If you're Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, Brian Harson, if you are Billy Napier, um, let's just say you're you're Lane Kiffin, you're Mike Leach. Let's just say, let's even say you're Josh Heifel, all right? Maybe even go north enough to to, to Mark Stoops. Is there ever a time during the calendar year, will you will ever have to step foot in the state of Oklahoma to recruit a player? No. Never. And guess where Oklahoma is going to have to go to get the caliber of player that they're going to need to beat Georgia? Yep. They're going to have to go into Georgia. That's right. They're going to have to go into Alabama. They're going to have to go and all of those other teams I mentioned, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi, Mississippi State, in any direction, within 200 miles, they can throw a rock outside of their office and hit that caliber of player. Oklahoma can't do that. Nope. That was an absolute blast. 24 minutes of an SEC insider hit with Tom Luganville on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Have a great week, buddy. We'll talk next week. You too. Take care. See you, dude. Tom Luganville. National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Out of Bounds Show. Our show is powered by Mosquito Joe. Make outside fun again. You don't want to be miserable slapping your ankles and your neck when you're hosting friends and people. Jackson.MosquitoJoe.com Jackson.MosquitoJoe.com Hey folks, Nathan McCarty here with Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Are you looking for that perfect bottle for an upcoming dinner or event? If so, we have it at Briarwood. We receive new products daily and pride ourselves on our huge selection and customer service. If you've been to a trendy bar and had a fancy cocktail, chances are we have the bitter tincture that set it off. And these days there's probably a store closer to your house than Briarwood Wine and Spirits, but I promise we're a lot more fun. So come visit us at 4949 Old Canton Road or check us out online at briarwoodwatch.com, Facebook and Twitter too. Cheers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.